0: See like keep
1: reminding yourself, it's only a recording, a recording. you were at school, did you ever go to like the Strathclyde Park, the Santa's Grottoes? Mm, not get the Strathclyde Park one, but I went to different Christmas parties and that. And you'd meet Santa and then they give you a present? Yeah. Uh-huh. I look forward to it every year. There was one year I went, Santa asked me what I wanted and I said peace in Ireland because there was like all the troubles troubles going on. And the guy went to me, oh, I can't give you that sun, but I can give you a piece and jam. <laughs> and I have been disillusioned with Santa ever since. <laughs> I don't know why I wanted Peace in Ireland. Like, he obviously thought, oh, look at this, sweet Tim. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, I can't eat Peace in Ireland. quick
2: Scottish wit, but really, in that situation, in that uh, instance, that was the wrong and most inappropriate, well, no, the most, yeah. impro- the most inappropriate thing you could say is like a give you a blowjob. But <laughs> he, just he. Um, he <laughs> I'd,
1: I, I'd have preferred that. You're just <laughs> we all, laughing at the we, Irish we always, troubles. we with, always
2: <laughs> would always prefer that.
1: <laughs> with <a> jam sandwich. <laughs> I was fucking mortified, imagine saying that to Liam Do you
2: know, do you know but a piece and jam is underrated, it's like ready salty crisps, you forget how good they are until you've got nothing else in the cupboard and you eat one You're like, actually know what, this is fucking pretty
1: good Aye, but I think world peace in that is still maybe higher rated well, than of, a jam sandwich Of course, but do you imagine how boring it would be if you actually had world peace So if I just had jam sandwiches it would be better <laughs> Fair enough Welcome to Scott and Liam versus Evil, our Christmas episodes, episode 34 I'm Liam I'm Scott We've been away for a while because of busy work things and... Like we just couldn't be fucking bored. Yeah, just lazy <laughs> bastards. Totally lazy bastards. I'm drinking rum out of my new, personalised Scotland and vs. Evil mug, which Scott got me for my birthday, and looking...
2: Two months too late.
1: <laughs> ...at my human skull up on my shelves. I'm now glad that
2: we signed up on that shelf. It's to the cast of a real uh, human person. I believe he was a poor person from the streets of Lebanon and they just kind of raped, fa- rape, raped his wife and just killed him and just laughed at him and then they just uh, sent his uh, skull to be cast. <laughs> to be <laughs> cast for a, for a <laughs> <dipped>. <laughs> <laughs> online. Fucking
1: brilliant. I'm glad you need to think of a name for him. In fact, we'll leave it up to all Scotland Leans vs. fans and listeners. Name my skull. <laughs> and I'll refer to him as only that name. I'll say I put a photo up with the episode Yes So people know that it's not actually You just look at it. See if somebody calls him sc- Like fucking Skull Face McSkeleton Skully McSkull Yeah Skully McSkull I'll probably still call it But come on be, be original And Harambi doesn't fucking count either
2: Oh my god I'm so sicky Harambi I never thought it was funny I'm so sick of it And every single Every post I think it was One of the Facebook groups I'm in was, It was just constant No matter what and they said It was Harambi Dicks out for Harambi 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 I'm like fucking the, the gorilla's got to eat the wee boy he probably wasn't going to eat the wee boy. No, he's going to rip his legs off and his arms off and throw them back at their mum sitting watching and screaming. And then they could kind have of cast that skull and
1: gave it for gifts. And now with the bottom. I don't let you get me home for Christmas. Today we're going to talk about Silent Night Deadly Night from 1984 and Krampus from 2015. Yes, that's correct. We'll start with Silent Night Deadly Night. What did you think of it?
2: Have you seen it before? Uh, no, this is the first time I've ever seen it started watching it and thought, yes, this is a, an 80s slasher movie. I'm going to be in for a shit ton of practical effects and some decent kill scenes. And
1: I was mildly disappointed. I enjoy it. And there was loads of tits. Oh, yeah, there was, lo- there was loads of tits. Just constant yeah. tits. Hundreds of tits. So the syn- actually, from the back of the DVD, the synopsis is way better. It says, sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? In the streets, blood is glistening. In this <laughs> yuletide tale of terror. Previously banned by the BBFC... Which I assume is the British the certification British. board. Yep. yeah uh, The seminal Santa Slasher is back with a vengeance. After years of abuse at the hands of tyrannical nuns, Billy's finally flipped. Dressed as Saint Nick, the teenager heads back to the oppressive orphanage of his childhood to exact his bloody revenge, punishing anyone who gets in his way.
2: Well, the first thing I've written was uh, that horse is dead. I don't know if you remember the very opening scene. There's a horse in a field, and sometimes I like to watch old movies and just think, I wonder how many these people are dead now. But that horse is most definitely dead. <laughs> following on. They go. C- it's quite morbid, Scott. <laughs> for, for, the first thing you do is uh, they go to visit Billy's grandpa, and the well, it's just a mental institute. But you have to, you have assumed that he's got some kind of dementia. But I mean, it could be PTSD because you'd maybe assume that this is a follow, like being fear to Santa as a follow on, like every man in this this family has some reason to hate Santa Claus, and then become PTSD dramatically...
1: post traumatic. Post traumatic stress True.
2: disorder. Yep. Yeah. Uh, But they don't explain that So you just have to assume Well for this 80s movie You just need to assume That he's mental And that's all You you know (laughs) They move him into the rec room And it's busy as fuck (laughs) There's not one person In that room It's just a (laughs) wee
1: Do they send Like obviously you work In a similar industry Do they just send them All home at Christmas Why is he the only patient In the mental asylum
2: No that was just I think that's just No extras Oh well But no Well it depends Most if it's a Dementia Like ward Then no Nobody would get sent home My ward then uh, no Nobody gets sent home But do even remember It's Christmas do <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Do they know It's Christmas No they don't. No they don't um, So The doctor says I need you to sign some forms uh, Husband and wife So they take the, the wee baby with them And say No Billy you stay With your grandpa In fact I've written down here Because they say Billy's talking uh, They're talking about the grandpa Who doesn't respond Or speak to them at all and uh, they say to Billy, no, he can't hear us, he doesn't know, he doesn't know we're here. And he's like, then what did we come for? And I said, yeah,
1: well, fair, fair play, Billy, like, telling it like it is. But then, as you say, they leave him with the old man. I thought yeah. like that's the worst parenting I've ever seen. It's an old man who's clueless, can't respond. Just take the wee boy away, wee So but the wee, wee
2: boy's like already obsessed with the, fact, the idea that Santa's got to punish him. And the mum says to him, where did you get an idea like that? I said, the naughty list. That's exactly what it is. You're good, you'll get gifts. If you're bad, you'll get, you'll get a lump of cool. cool. They do all the bit at this part and then they, then they bugger off and start driving home and uh, this is when we meet the robber who's
1: just uh, shooting folk. You see when he takes the gun out and the store clerk is like oh what did you go do that for? Like, it's fucking obvious mate. <laughs> Why do you think he took the gun out? But that store
2: clerk's also the slowest gunslinger on oh, the west so man. He pulls so up sure. his gun points it at the Santa and then still gets shot <laughs>
1: twice. <laughs> And then once in the head Which is a bit of a dodgy, a dodgy practical effect But I still liked it yeah, I mean, It, it was Christmassy It kind it, of it, it worked <laughs>
2: So then it's, then you're driving along the, the highway Or the B road or whatever it is they're driving along And then they see the broken down car Which the mum responds and says Why would anybody stop at this time of night? Oh fucking hell uh, A breakdown <laughs> hen what, Why else has he got to stop? It's so fucking frustrating
1: But why, do they, why would they stop? Would you stop if there was a car broken down And a guy was in a Santa suit?
2: in real life would I stop no I would actually I don't stop it. I drive <laughs> past people on the motorway who are like clearly in need of help and I just drive past them <laughs> the cars on fire yeah. <laughs> <see>. <laughs> I just drive past if I don't see it outside of mine
1: it's, it's a shame to judge them all but I think any grown man that still wants to dress up as Santa seeing less like they're pensioner age and have a big white beard therefore look like Santa they can get away with
2: it or if but, they're out on a night out
1: Oh because uh, the dad
2: said he's, he's probably going to a party
1: uh, I don't know. I still think middle-aged men, if I dress is Santa, there's a very good chance of some sort of sex criminal. So I wouldn't stop it's, them. it's the
2: easiest sex criminal to be, isn't it? Apart from yeah. being um, a priest.
1: There's a lot of women out there, though, that or even guys that have like Santa complexes. A lot of
2: women pedos working nurseries. So they don't
1: have anything to do with It's kind
2: of like it's kind of like if you're going to be a pedo, are you going to be a practicing pedo? Where you got to go? I'm going to go where they, they bring kids to me. So it makes sense, <laughs> really, doesn't it? I mean, <laughs> it makes sense, doesn't it? It does, but.
1: Be- then surely, everybody's on edge because they're watching you bounce your like your child on the knee.
2: I don't know, that's when you need to get a good cover. Santa Claus. Santa Claus, of course, of course. Well, I
1: think that there are sex criminals. So I wouldn't stop for a guy. In the
2: Santa <laughs> <room>. <laughs> well, so the family stop, and the guy walks up to them and shoots. The, or they, they they realize he pulls the gun, and then he tries to reverse away. The Santa shoots through the windscreen, shooting the dad, killing the dad. This car has driven maybe ten feet backwards away from the Santa Claus, which is lit. Enough by moonlight to see, like you know, what's going on. <laughs> Billy jumps out the car, runs like a wee fanny wee boy, you know, like the <laughs> stupid wee Wayne's run. Runs across the road, Funny you boy. know, like, like, like when the legs are kind of moving, but they're not really moving very fast. Runs across the road and down at the ditch and hides behind a bush. He didn't run far. He doesn't run far away. He's been seen by the Santa guy, yep. but he somehow gets away with this. So Santa pulls his mum out the car, rips open her chest and exposes her titties,
1: and then. Some really dodgy practical effects and slitting her throat. What I thought was weird was it then just cuts back to obviously the dead mum and her tits are just out. I didn't see Santa ripping her top off. I thought, why have they? Why <laughs> no. have they made her toes? He Why? He why have they just got <laughs> her tits out?
2: Well, you would assume that he's. I mean, unless they're just insinuating that he did rape her, and they're just saying like that's what happened. I don't know what to show you. Quickest rape. He, of all he just rips open her chest and then she slaps him. So he just says, "No, fuck this! I'm not getting my jolly." See the throat he slit.
1: Him. See, in this episode, every time we say the word rape, I'm going to change it to a jingle bell. (laughs) Starting from now. (laughs) Uh, But I did the wee boy that runs away, clearly in full view of Santa, and I thought, I can't be the real Santa, because the real Santa can see you if you've been naughty or nice, Mm -hmm. so the real Santa can see all children. So you would have seen that obvious wee boy running in front of him, two feet away. (laughs) So this movie's already shite. But then, after this, I loved it Well then you cut forward um,
2: To a completely different actor Playing Billy mm-hmm. uh, And he is in the orphanage Getting looked after by nuns And they're playing a game They're in school And their task for school is Come and bring your picture Your Christmas drawing up And put it up on the board So you see the board, pictures up on the board And it's you know Christmas scenes of trees And Santa and presents somewhere else And then the nuns say to him Billy your turn Put it up And Billy walks up And puts his picture up To which the first person To see it through his body Is a wee girl who Screams and. a Shot myself. I never <laughs> get a pro fight, but it was like one of those piercing screams that just comes out of
1: nowhere. I always, was, I always get on edge when the the wee girls scream. Yeah. It just means that the neighbour's going to hear. You've got to get her tied up quicker. And then they say, <laughs> then they say, they, they see
2: the picture that Williams drew, and he's drew a picture of Santa who he's stabbed and cut off Rudolph's head. And somebody says to him, "Explain this." Would you mean, exp- would you mean explain this? He is in the orphanage
1: because a guy dressed as Santa murdered his mum and dad in front of his face. How did they get from that? We creepy back road. His whole family were killed. How did they get from there at the orphanage? Did they walk? They were in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, and
2: you would assume that the Santa guy had then, because you find out that his wee brother's still alive as well, the so Santa guy has killed both his mum and dad and then taken the baby out of the car because you'd assume he's drove away in Billy's I thought car. I he killed the baby. No, because his brother's still alive.
1: Ah. So his brother's the one at the end. Yeah, that's his brother, yeah. Mm. I, I'm going to slate this movie, but um. I, I enjoy it because... See this start bit where like, the psychological background of the killer I like that, usual slashers, it's just Here's some teen lasses their tits are out And now they're all dead And here's a rubbish backstory Well, that see, that's the probably the issues I've got with this movie Because you wanted to be that <laughs> yeah. There's enough tits in it for everyone
2: <laughs> So um, he gets sent to his room for, for acting it For drawing the picture of the Santa Claus And then he uh, one of the nuns who seems to like him um, Says, why don't you come out and have a snowball fight with the kids? He walks out. He puts on his jacket. The nun walks straight out and shuts the door, which I thought was weird to begin with. I was like, "Why are you shutting the door? He's I mean, only putting a jacket on." <laughs> so then he comes out in the hallway. There's no nun, but he can hear not. He can hear the the moans of sex, but it's not like loud screaming sex that you would think he could hear because he has to walk quite a bit up that corridor. He's walking for quite a distance. These are just calm, normal moans. And he couldn't have heard them. So it's just a bit of, You know, they're, they're, they're letting you join the dots. You're like really, really stretching to join these dots to why he's walking up, just to give it a wee bit of movement. Fact, I don't I know don't why know, he moves it If hard. it's
1: a quiet orphanage and you hear a woman moaning, you probably would walk up that corridor. Especially yeah. at eight. So he walks up and
2: keeps his through the, the keyhole and sees um, two people lying together, doing nothing but squeezing boobs.
1: And sees the longest nipple caressing show <laughs> in cinematic history. I went on for fucking too long uh, like at the point I actually started to a myself going he is fucking going
2: to train <laughs> on that nipple and now does he flash back to seeing his mum's boobs at this point as well does he flash back to fantasising about his mum's boobs I don't when she was getting her throat cut
1: I don't remember that so that was just an excuse for the night to yeah, put in more, more boobs
2: so the nun walks up and finds him and throws him away from the, the door to which he runs away and she says what did you see and he says I didn't oh, no, see him go-
1: she goes in and starts whipping oh yeah that's right like that's right, uh, S&M shit oh yeah Aye, that's what
2: I've got here. The folk shagging was one of them a nun. They're too old to take a beating for that old bitch. I says, imagine the man's just uh, imagine. I imagine nuns just fapping out all the time and all, the, all that pent up frustration. Proper BDSM shit. F-
1: f- fap is such a weird, a weird verb. Why fap? I don't know. It just it's just
2: the noise make. fap, fap. fap, 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 fap.
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> so. The- Okay.
2: <laughs> uh, right, okay. Uh, next, the next scene is when he goes to sleep and he has a nightmare about um his parents getting killed and he wakes up in, in a fright and he gets out of his bed and into the, the hallway to which the nun comes in. No, Billy, you know you're not allowed to have nightmares in this <laughs> orphanage! Now, I don't think that's actually what she says, but that's what she implies. He gets in trouble for having a nightmare. In fact, he gets tied to the fucking
1: bed! Do <laughs> you be honest, I think a lot of that shit went on in kind of Catholic orphanages, so... I can understand that. Fucking Catholics, man. <laughs> Do
2: you know, I was going to get you... Um, and see, that the discolor's got to get you a, a Baphomet statue. But I thought maybe that's too. I mean, like, I, I don't know how practical if you're a practicing Catholic. No, I'm not. Kind of, I'm not. But, um,
1: I, I am. I was brought up as a yeah. Catholic.
2: I'm not a practicing Catholic. Is I thought? Satanist objects Stop, are really
1: a bit too sc- far. Sc- <laughs> I, I, sc- I wouldn't dress myself or fucking get away with it. I am so fucking lazy. Do you honestly think I go and score? Like, follow a religion? A Bath statue would be fucking brilliant. Christmas is coming up. You know what to do. <laughs> uh, the wee boy, wee Billy, is wearing white wellies. And I thought, how fucking impractical is that? Yeah. Like Stormtroopers Storm can do it because it's in space. There's no mud in I mean, there's space. There's no mud in space. That's but because everybody knows that. It's mud in orphanages. <laughs> Mock it. <It's>
2: just, <laughs> <laughs> Hunter's, a, Hunter's a fucking nun goop just lying, just <laughs> dropping out man, because they're just so pent up.
1: Uh, and then I said, why would you force a child who had actually watched... A man dressed as Santa Murder Possibly rape His own mother Why would you force that boy To go sit on Santa's knee
2: Yeah fucking torture him man. I just let, let the boy Skip Christmas
1: Is yeah, it got to hurt sack it No
2: it is nonsense And that's what I'm kind of
1: getting Like that's
2: what I'm getting to Which I'll recap at the end of this movie Once we get there But it's nonsense uh, But he's got some
1: right hook on him For a wee boy He <laughs> takes, takes Santa clean out To <laughs> Bursts his nose And sends him flat in To, to ass. which
2: Santa responds What the hell is wrong with that kid? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you. There's a very easy, simple explanation to what's wrong with that kid. Man dresses Santa.
1: <laughs> you know. I <laughs> know. Oh, I thought freak fucking mutant strength. <laughs> Aye, that. If that's this it. is a Marvel movie, this gonna be a completely different way. Billy gets fucking brought in with the Avengers. This freak right hook for an eight year old.
2: So a good. That would be a good crossover. Then it um, it cuts. So you you get the impression that um, Billy's getting another beating off the nuns. And then it cuts to later, I doesn't tell you how, is it 10 years since then? So he's meant to be 18. He's 18 now. And um, the nun who took a shine to him takes him into Mr. Sims the toy shop and says, um, can I give him give him a job? And he goes, no, no, that's man's work. I don't want kids coming in. <laughs> and then they pan up Billy, who's got big muscles and a glaic look in his face. Who is also about 32. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mr. Sims just gets the overwhelming uh, urge to suck his dick. He's like, so he, he gives him a job. He is wearing denim on denim, so he probably yeah. looked like he wanted his dick shirt. Yeah. So he gets a job, and then you get into a really out of place musical montage. Like, I, what was it just? I I,
1: I enjoyed the ease that? montage and then
2: readying the shop for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. It was just so bizarre. It's The music didn't fit to the horror movie at all. He's just like picking up heavy boxes, and then his supervisor just sitting being a jackass with his feet up, being lazy as fuck.
1: That's maybe the bridge between the psychological background of Billy and now right, Billy's lost his fucking mind and now it's a slasher.
2: Yeah, I mean...
1: Because either side of that, that's...
2: Yeah. So I think it cuts, I can't remember if it's part of the montage or if it cuts back to the movie, but the jackass supervisor offers him whiskey for his lunch and he's <laughs> like, no, sorry, I have got my milk. <laughs> like,
1: not to mention, like, who's drinking whiskey at lunch when they're on their work anyway? I don't trust anybody who drinks milk at lunch either, though. See, the folk that like, come out of work and they get like a wee carton of milk. I'm like, what are you doing?
2: I went to school... Unless
1: you've cereal, put that fucking Some, away.
2: Somebody at my school used to bring uh, their own cereal milk and a wee bowl and sit, in the, sit in the lunch and eat but when you're in high school that's, that's cause for getting bullied and she, did, <laughs> she did get bullied a lot which is no fair
1: right I, I can understand that obviously don't I didn't actually I,
2: I didn't know her so I didn't bully her but she did try to add me like a million times on Facebook I don't know why I swear to god, god I never either? spoke I never, huh?
1: of course I did didn't what, speak to her, was her C- once what cereal was she she was like
2: four years younger than me she was like steaming you because I just remember seeing in the corner I just got a Harry Potter because that's all she read <laughs>
1: She took her that long the yeah. time. Poor. <laughs> it's not a little, uh, <laughs> Fuck it. I sold uh, it. I did not even uh,
0: No. I'm I, still it.
1: If you bring milk, if you bring milk to work, it better be for cereal. Because if you're just drinking that as a drink, there's some fucking wrong with you. I
2: like to drink milk as a drink
1: sometimes. It's fucking Cow- weird. Cows. Yeah. Would you milk. drink breast milk? I did. Like Glass of breast milk. Yeah, as a child, but not now. Unless you come out with some.
2: Apparently, um, you can look online, and cow's milk is like dyed. Is like bleached white because it's full of blood and pus it's like 40% milk and the rest of it's. so
1: you know that and you still drink milk yeah I know but just it's, it tastes nice so. it doesn't taste nice it
2: does and you get calcium it tastes
1: like you're missing
2: cereal and you put it in I, well I love cereal as well so you mix it with Coca Pops and that I, I,
1: <sighs> I, fucking I, good. I love fucking I love milk with cereal I wouldn't drink it at any other point
2: I like it I can, I can take it
1: it's fucking weird sometimes you hang over it's the business oh, what about banana milk I don't really no. I've always been scared of potassium poisoning so I like to stay away <laughs> for bananas <laughs> Uh, I poisoning can kill you, you know. No, I know. I and know. Bananas have a lot no, of we have, to, we have to. Apparently, the... if you eat a full bunch of bananas, you'll die.
2: Uh, we have to keep the bananas in, away from the out because a lot of the guys will try and kill themselves and bananas. That's no, that's just the fair one. So they just eat like the bananas and an arrow. Like so eat they, the oranges yeah. and eat the apples. Nah, bananas are easier to eat.
1: That's what I don't understand. See, if you want to commit suicide, why go to the hassle and try to like steal prescriptions or find a gun or a rope or something? Just Get two bunches of bananas and eat the fucking lot of them. And
2: tan six litres of water. Does that help? You no, know, you'll explode if you drink too much water. Will you really? You don't actually explode, but your cells explode and then you die. If you eat loads of rice, or is that pigeons? There's pigeons. <laughs> if you eat, eat loads bananas with, of bananas, I just eat loads of bananas, I Death by banana. Um, did you notice uh, the IRA were involved in this? <laughs> no. <laughs> the toy shop was called IRA. <laughs>
1: I think his name was Ira. I think
2: it was the, the writer producer was also called Ira, so I think that's where it <laughs> that came
1: from.
2: But, um, I thought I'd just uh, mention that since you love the uh,
1: the. <laughs> what? Troubles no. Let's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, be clear. I do not love the IRA, <laughs> and I don't care for the Troubles in Ireland. At that point, I was obviously a young guy. I was seeing this in the news, and I thought the best way to get more presents for Santa is to pretend that you care about people. <laughs> so I said, "Please give me peace in Ireland."
2: That's a lot of, that's a lot of um, thinking. Like yeah, it was a fucking Sleeky bastard
1: it? I wanted like two WWF title belts <laughs> And I knew I would only get one Yeah, <laughs> you got them <laughs> I've got them I knew I'd only get one If I didn't like Do my Bob Guild off. <laughs> Therefore, I got two Because I was, I was caring He actually just told me The fucking Peace and Jam story And then gave me a What are they Wooden puppets called? A Marikette.
2: Oh, fucking terrifying
1: Yeah, like a wee tiny one yeah. What is it? It's not a corner That's a made up word. (laughs) (laughs) You're looking at me as if I'm a (laughs) marakete. is not a word.
2: I don't think I understand any of this
1: sentence. (laughs) It's it's a wooden puppet. A puppet? Aye, but it's a wooden one. But it's a wee one. Pinocchio. What the fuck is a wooden puppet called? It's a puppet. It's not called a puppet. There's a different word for it. Anyway, i I'll just jingle bell all over that as if we've just said rape. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One in M. And I thought, fair enough, mate. So... I got my WWE title belts from my mum it <laughs> so it's um, So, Visa and Mastercard
2: just took a logo and stuck with it, didn't they? <laughs>
1: <laughs> they did.
2: This is how much I've enjoyed this movie. I'm noticing the Visa Mastercard sign on the till in the shop. <laughs> you,
1: you find that in all 80s films? Like, as if in the 80s, Visa Mastercard really had a push at getting their name everywhere and now don't really care.
2: Because I've got, like, Visa signs on a lot. Like, I don't know what Visa is. I've got a Visa card. That's what But I don't really know What it is I know what it is I know my card does But I don't know why Visa's on it I don't know who Visa are It's a guy's name It's a fucking conspiracy It's like the Illuminati
1: Who is Visa Maybe the Illuminati Are Visa Definitely involved. Oh like Mastercard Or bigger and then Yeah but at least X I know
2: And at least I know what Mastercard are Because Mastercard are Credit cards Are they not
1: A Visa can be a credit card See What is this no, I I didn't think it was as confusing. See, that's
2: that's a rabbit hole. I don't want to go down today. That's a rabbit hole. We'll save for another for another
1: <laughs> day. I thought there was no need for the hairy ass shot. See, when Billy's banging whoever he's banging, <laughs> it cuts. Usually in the movies, when it cuts that guy's ass, it's nicely shaved. You don't need to see the weird ass pubes. Yeah, <laughs> I know, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I was quite unsettled with that.
2: Hairy asses, man. They don't. They shouldn't be on. It should be baldy asses if they're on screen. Yeah. They? It's you just get a stunt arse then. If if Billy's got a hairy ass
1: no they put Billy's full here and I understand he's had some family difficulties he might not be thinking I'm going to shave Mars for Christmas because <laughs> Santa's <laughs> his mum but I still think aye <laughs> hey, still nice.
2: so Mr Sims owns a toy store and hates Christmas
1: yeah. that seems counterproductive to his
0: busiest time <laughs> of
2: the year <laughs> Um, so this is when you start to see the flip Because for some reason They tell Billy to be Santa Claus You've got a guy in the back store room Who could easily be Santa Claus Joe, the
1: Joe Pesky look like Yep
2: you, You've got Sims himself Who I know he didn't want to do it But could do it Because it's his business But they put Billy in To play Santa Claus Who he also then becomes The creepiest Santa you've ever seen When he's talking to the lassie Behave or I'll need to punish you Yeah, Behave Behave So then the the shop shuts uh, at Christmas Eve, and Mr. Sims is super chuffed. And I believe that's me at the end of nearly every shift. 8 o'clock, time to get shit faced! (laughs) Um, And it says that you and Mr. Sims both have a serious drinking
1: problem. Well,
2: (laughs) do those people not have homes to go? Let's just stay in the shop. Like, to see the people who go out on Christmas Eve, I don't understand it. Like, the carousel is open to 4 o'clock in the morning. Who the fuck's got to go home at 4 o'clock on Christmas morning? You need to only get up at six in the morning, you open your toys, your presents, your gifts. I mean, you start cooking the dinner. I was I don't always, think
1: do... I was always, I always... If I went out, sorry, if I went out to the pub the night before, I'd want to be back by 12. Mm-hmm. So I was in my bed for Santa coming. I don't want to walk out when Santa's there. No? Because he raps you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to jingle me all the shit out of that one. <laughs> uh, any slasher movies as well? Why are supermarkets or shops... After like after closing time, why are the hot beds for teen shagging?
2: Well, it was almost for teen, uh, for for teen plus thirty or forties, right? because that's what they've uh, got to. So when the party's starting, they're all kind of getting drunk. Billy's kicking about like a fucking in, in a daze or something, uh, just staring at the walls. The Mister Sims and the other older women who works in the shop are getting steaming at the front desk. And the other guy takes the hot checkout girl into the back. I'm thinking Andy's uh, courting techniques would be considered rape these days. And then at some point, oh wait, it is rape. <laughs> because he's caught himself <laughs> onto her. Um so this is when he snaps. Yep. And he comes in. Uh because he that's when he starts to flick back and see Santa killing his mum again and sees mum's I think he sees mum's tits again. Um, you also see the girls' boobs at this point too, because uh, she's about later on. Yeah. Her chest being ripped open by Andy. So he comes in and takes Christmas lights, this is Billy dressed up as Santa and wraps it round Andy's neck and lifts him up with one hand.
1: He is a thirty-year-old man playing an eighteen-year-old. He it's looks too strong too still. strong. Actually, I like the Christmas tree light strangling. I mean, it was it was cl- it was it was consistent with the Christmas theme. I've got Christmas tree lights in there just now round our tree. And there's like five different sets of lights. And every time you turn the plug back on, they're all out of sync. One of them's flashing, one's going in and out, one's just glistening. And it does my fucking head in. If I could use it to strangle somebody, I probably would. Because their use on the trees just now is null and void. <laughs> uh, there's no point in them being there. They're just driving me fucking mental. <laughs> that's, so,
2: that's Christmas for you. Yeah, shite. So after he saves the girl from get, getting... He turns around and she's featuring him because he's now a murderer. And so he repays her by stabbing her in the guts and gutting her. Yep. He then goes out to the front. Or then, uh, then Mr. Sims hears something and then he goes... How does he get killed? Oh, he gets a, hammer, a claw hammer at the head. Uh-huh. And then the woman who's shit-faced, um, she sees the belly's snapped and she tries to run away. To which um, she lays a little tra- trap for him. uh <laughs> And distracts him, and she still gets stuck at the front door. To which Billy somehow produces a real bone arrow from somewhere. <laughs> like, where the
1: fuck? <laughs> yeah. How good is the bone arrow? <laughs> where the fuck does he get a bow and arrow in a toy shop? Like a real bone arrow? It is the 80s. Didn't really have like child protection laws and all that kind of shit. They probably were selling. Bear in mind, BB guns you used to buy. From I, the know, shops. Yeah, I know,
2: but fucking that's. They wouldn't kill you, they just do a bit of now my question is though. Um, no my, my question my, my, my concern my, my upset is the fact that all these kills happen just slightly off screen they're no practical and I know that's practical effects but it's not good practical effects
1: you know I think there's a good practical effects scene coming up soon which I quite enjoyed but at this point are you sympathising with Billy or are you like oh what a bastard because at this point I'm like do you know what all the folk were fucking idiots they deserve to die Billy's head's on completely traumatic. Yeah, it's been forced down his fucking throat. Yep. ever since he watched his mum get raped by Santa. Yep, I'm I'm I'm
2: not on Billy's side of being a murderer, and those people didn't deserve to die. But I do have a like an issue with like why we're watching this. You know, mm. this could all have been avoided one hundred percent. The whole thing could have been avoided.
1: Yeah, if the nuns shut their fucking mouths. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so he leaves the shop. Yep, and he goes and finds some random house. Uh, in fact did you, just to, to mention the choir have you seen the choir that's sitting singing one of the girls is a proper bobblehead. like you can see her, her head is going
1: all over the place but I did also say I don't understand why anyone would want to go around singing Christmas carols to doors have you ever went carol singing before no.
2: have you it, ever had carol singers come
1: to your door before no me neither but I think it does happen I think that and if again I, I think go- if, it, if it's something that actually excites you that you go I'm going around my street tonight and singing see if I can make money I think you're also a sex criminal
2: I, I I don't know what I would do if I heard if the doorbell went. And the dog would go fucking mental for a start, and then I'd open the door, and then a group of people sit inside singing
1: "Ding uh, Dong Merrily High." I'd be the, like, the only song that I would let them sing is "Carol of the Bells" because that's my favourite Christmas song. I don't think I know that one. Give a give a give a Garmin. Because I don't, I only know the Garmin advert words. I don't know the original words. I don't think Andy does. Have so. you seen
2: Pentatonix do it? That's no. the five part harmony that was on like America's Got Talent or something, um, no, it it's it like, the, and they're an a cappella group and it is really quite good. Um, it gives me goosebumps, Alex.
1: Cause you
2: home alone. I I don't know what I'd do if somebody came to my door and like I would just be like look at them, they really, really want money because I don't hold money. Like the <laughs> I came home the day. I dropped Lawn off at our Christmas night out and I thought, what am going to do? I need to get some like, kinda, like lunch, dinner before I come over here. i oh, will go to KFC. I'll treat myself. I sell you KFC and came back to the window cleaner being at the house and I thought, I can't enjoy my KFC now because he's going to either come at the door or he's looking at my windows when I'm eating it. So, you know, the duck's jumping back for it, gone mental. So eventually he goes, like, he goes away and does the rest of the street. So I got to I, I enjoy my food. He comes back to the door. I gave him money. I'd, I only had 20 quid. I said, take 15, it's meant to be £12, something like that. So I always gave him 15. £12? £12, 12 to clean the windows in. Fucking hell. So I was gave him 15. So I said to take 15 and then he kind of try to get my change out slowly, all set for Christmas. And I was like, I, almost or something like that. And I said, what'd be silly. He's like, get in there. And then I come back and I thought, he was wanting extra money because it's fucking Christmas. I was thinking, and so I went into the house and I thought, what's roughly an average if he does one house for half an hour, say so he does 16 houses a day, five days a week, 22 days a month, not counting in weekends, he's making. Five and a half grand If everybody rounds it up to £15 Not everybody will But this is, this is an, uh, Rounding up What could your overheads be For being a window cleaner You've already bought your ladders And your bucket Fucking water That's free in this country So he's <laughs> making five and a half grand And there's two of them So that's at least Two grand each A wage a month That's more than I make And I fucking And they're probably not Paying tax on it Me likely. How many windows Have you got in
1: your house? One, two, three, four See so it works out pound like £1. fifty
2: a window 2
1: pounds window I,
2: I didn't work it down that far but I I just realised when he he walked away he was wanting like a Christmas bonus I'm thinking I fucking you should give me a Christmas bonus for letting
1: fucking watch me eat my KFC just do it my mum done tell the window clear to get to fuck (laughs) (laughs) she thought he he, he was too nosy and gossipy so (laughs) when he came to the house I went I don't want you to clean my windows anymore so now your windows are bogging
2: (laughs) (laughs) right so uh, Billy finds this just random house where there's somebody babysitting on Christmas Eve or looking after their kid, their sister on Christmas Eve. Who knows? But their boyfriend's there.
1: But I like this bit because it's Linnea Quigley from. Oh, the is that Jungle who Long that Red is? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And her tits are out. The same as her tits are out in every movie, and she has a nice pair. I, I don't. I don't mind seeing her boobs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's with really the practical effect. It was good. With well, the he
2: um, they they're um getting it on right. Mm-hmm. Now this is what. Okay so this is what the, the line was I thought it was quite funny So um, she, the wee girl tries to come down the stairs They're having sex On a pool table For fucking some God knows reason Why Why would you have sex On a pool table Who knows um, I guess it's just to show The reckless uh, nature of, of horny teenagers And he, she says to the young girl Go back to the bed Or Santa won't come And the boy goes Yeah he's not the only one like, Okay okay that's, that's good That's good So then the bell goes Or the door goes She thinks it's a cat So she jumps up And puts on A wee pair of denim shorts mm-hmm. But nothing else like she already had pants on She puts on denim shorts why, She didn't put a shirt on She still had her boobs out I can only assume I, I think
1: she's only in this movie though To get her bo- boobs out I, 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 I tried
2: to work it. Why Why would they put on Why would they spend time Putting on the denim shorts Does it Because they she jump up And down a little bit To put them on Is that why Because then the boobs jiggle Or was it when You're putting up In a close up And she's hanging Like they get to the end And she when she gets, she obviously gets killed Would it be if she was in wee pants You'd be able to like See through them Like a little was catalogue You could see bush through it Or maybe like a bit of camel toe Or something That was just too much <laughs> <laughs> am I looking
1: at this too much <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Bush in the Littlewoods catalogue yeah, well, and I went through that with a fucking <laughs> fine tooth comb I don't remember ever seeing Bush
2: <laughs> um, so uh, Billy breaks in and then he has now became a mute who can only say PUNISH <laughs> that's the only thing Billy can say
1: which I do also think is the same as real Sarah <laughs> <laughs> right, I like the antlers hanging her up on the deer head and yeah. the antlers come through her body yeah. I thought that practical effect was quite nice yeah. especially for 1984 yeah, but, so then
2: the but the boyfriend comes up the stairs, and uh, he threatened to kill somebody twice. Like, he, just in his lines, he's got to kill either the wee girl or linear Quigley twice. So he comes up and finds a uh, mental Santa, and he gets chucked to a window. And again, this is a, another practical effect. it looked pretty cool, because he was supposed to have been stabbed by all the window glass, which is probably true to life, where you see a lot of people like, flung through windows, and they just roll over and get back up. The glass has got to kill you. Yeah. A good chance it is. So he's been stabbed with this big massive pane of glass and it looks like it's a deep cut in his uh, ribs but like all the kills in this movie it's like the camera cuts it after it's already been set up. It's not like a practical effect. It's a it's a practical setup.
1: But then when you see like, the kind of controversy surrounding the movie because parents went fucking mental that Santa was seen with an axe and they started protesting it and they get removed from the cinemas and folk were boycotting it. Because they put out this image of Santa being a serial murderer. Maybe they did that. They cut out a lot of the big violent bits hmm. to try and get a lower rating to but try then, and make hmm. it more fr- audience friendly. So You would think there would be like an uncut version by now though? To be honest, I think the DVDs we've got are uncut so maybe they're just cut away. I do understand the big uproar. See, if Santa's got an axe, they're not saying that this is the real Santa Claus. They're saying it's somebody dressed up yeah, Santa Yeah, that's pretty clear the whole way axe. through, yeah. Kids should be fucking watching it anyway. Yeah. So if everybody yeah. go, oh mum, Santa's got an axe, well fucking don't watch it. Yeah. Now you'd be not in like a present enemy. So you might with well a fucking axe. Little dick. <laughs> so he goes out of the house and then he,
2: this is when he starts moving on and there's a kind of weird scene where the police try and catch him but they find some other weird dad creeping into the daughter's bedroom Dresses Santa When the mum's sitting downstairs Like acting like unaware If you got going to set up This whole Santa creeps Into your room at night To fucking I, I don't know I don't know uh, Why You'd be up there Like filming Or taking like your Like you know Watching yeah. it at least She's sitting down the stairs Wondering what the police Are coming for And then The wee girl goes Says daddy Without realising it's her dad And the police go Oh daddy You know Like she could have Just been saying this Assuming And it could still Be do her mad So Billy comes across Two guys Um Sledging or four guys sledging. I kind of at this point I'd zoned out. It's I don't two, know.
1: Two little boys sledging. Two little two, boys. They were like twenty five. No, two bullies come up and they go. Oh, we want. We're taking our sledges off you. Right, is
2: that all right? Because I was because I knew there was four and then there was only so two. So you kind of beat them up. Right. The
1: sledge at one point, uh, boy said, oh are fuckface," and I laughed. And I was like, <laughs> "I love it when fuckface is used as an insult. <laughs> it's probably my top three favorite insults." And then I like that scene. With a
2: well I thought that the, the, the second guy to go on his sledge was a bit too excited for uh, that sledge that was not going fast but uh,
1: good acting though come on even now if you're on a sledge at any speed you're still really excited yeah
2: so um, Santa jumps out from the trees and swings his axe and it's a head off Um. so I've given it three ticks because it's a head off and you <sighs> see at the bottom of the, the the slide the just the body the decapitated body just comes sliding down and the head comes rolling after it so that's good but again it's an after effect you don't actually see oh, it but happen it's still
1: well done the, the, the headless body slides down I and you still that, think I could make that, that headless you, body right now how?
2: clothes rolled up <laughs> newspaper and then some tomato sauce
1: right do you know what, after this I'm going, to give, you, <laughs> I'm going to give you five minutes to, to replicate it I actually really like that but then I thought the bully had the worst high pitched squeal ever when he sees his friend's headless body <laughs> 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 you're like Oh mate come on now Santa needs to kill you yeah. because you've annoyed me. Did he kill that one? I can't remember. No, I can't
2: remember <laughs> either. Um, I, my notes are pretty much scarce for now. Uh, But basically he goes to the nun house and um, tries to kill the nun who tortured him as a kid. And the police come in the back, shoot him in the back and then he's dead right in front of his brother who watched him, who's still in the orphanage, who
1: watched him get shot. But just before that, the, the cop comes. They're on the radio saying, you need to find this Santa guy. He's a killer. He's come to the orphanage so the guy and the cop on the uh, walkie talkie is talking to the police sees the santa and drops it takes six seconds longer to tell him that you found him yeah. <laughs> he just drops it Gets out, shoots him, turns out, it's the priest. Just <laughs> try to entertain the children. That's right. <laughs> Nobody gives a flying fuck. This priest is now dead. This priest was trying to help the kids. He's now been shot in the back five times. He is dead and not one person yeah. gives a flying I fuck. For, I completely forgot about that scene. So then Billy's in. I, Billy gets shot. Billy gets killed. I didn't realise that was his brother. Yeah. But I did think, ooh, yeah. sequel ending. Because he's like, oh, they must be punished. Yeah, that was four fucking sequels. Which I've not seen any of.
2: I was listening to a Horror Movie Night on the way over here and they were... Doing this like an old episode but um, it was uh, Silent Night Deadline Night 5 The Toymaker which stars Mickey Rooney as a character called Jay Petto <laughs> That sounds fucking <laughs> Who bro. Who makes a, a wee robot toy son and then he... <laughs> <pips it. laughs> as far as I could tell from there. Discussions of the movie. But apparently it goes... this uh, The second movie the sequel to Silent Night Deadly is just like a, a an hour recap of the first movie <laughs> with... Uh, a 15 minute scene that is apparently is infamous uh, Garbage day I think it's the way That Billy shouts Punish I think in this movie Somebody shouts Garbage day And they love this scene So I'm going to try And get a, a holiday Silent Night Deadline um, 2 And see if that's any good
1: That's fine I'll buy 3, 4, 5 The third,
2: the third one uh, What did they say The third one Was I can't remember Just a, a sequel The fourth one however Was like Halloween 3 It was nothing to do With Santa Or Chris, it was set In Christmas time But it was just set In December in LA And it was about witches So there's nothing Christmassy whatsoever in it and then the fifth one goes back to Santa... but um, it's off, <laughs> off, Yeah, off the wall, bonkers and nonsense. But I just got to the end. I just did, I didn't know about I this movie. I have a lot of issues with this movie. Basically, none of it had to happen. We are on Billy's side, or we should be. None of this movie sh- had to happen. Okay, his, his mum and dad died. That's the thing that happened, and that's where it ends. He should have been supported... And looked after, and then that's it. End of story. He hates Christmas. He grows up as a Chandler, Bingo who hates Christmas. End of story. He doesn't. Need, they don't need to force him to enjoy Christmas every year. They don't need to make him. I mean, the people in the shop didn't know why why he wouldn't
1: dress up as Santa, but none of it none of it had to happen. I still enjoy it because of the contrast that surrounds it, and I like the psychological insight at the start because a lot of the other slasher films don't do it this was telling you this is why this guy's a fucking this is, this is why he's batshit crazy I like that
2: I think in terms of a movie we should have seen the original killer get his comeuppance like getting ran down yeah. or something he should have been ran down when he was looking for Billy at the side of the road something like that and the, the, the horrible nun should have got killed
1: well she was in a wheelchair at the end so <laughs> To be honest her life was on the down because she's like got no
2: feeling from the waist down so she can't any fap anymore
1: <laughs> because she was fapping over the jungle <laughs> fucking in the store
2: corner
1: I'd give it a seven
2: I gave it a six creepy Santas, and it's only because the practical effects weren't up too much for me.
1: That's more than I thought you'd give it. Yeah. Definitely more. Are you going to Krampus now?
2: Yeah. Let's fucking rush through because I had too much to say for a movie <laughs> that I like. Oh,
1: shite. Just spilled cider all my carpet. So, Krampus from 2015. I don't have a synopsis but Tony Collette's in it. So is the guy from Step Brothers that sings uh, Sweet Child of Mine. Yep. So
2: is the guy from Anchorman
1: that says Where and so, so it's is a woman who looks like she has a f- Snapchat fat filter <laughs> on her face at all times.
2: <laughs> she is the housekeeper from Two and a Half Men.
1: No, it looked like her but it's not her. That is oh no, that no, that's that's the girl that I thought was Kathy Bates. Yeah, who who, yeah, who who's is, desperate sorry. to be Kathy Bates? Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was Kathy Bates for yeah. ages. Uh, the other woman, the one that's married to Oh Wally. yes, 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 sorry. Her no. face, it looks like yeah, that's she's right. Like chubby cheeks they're not her to be someone else's that she's put on her like face a fat suit. so cannabis it's an old German Austrian folklore that if you anger or argue with the Christmas spirit it comes to get you is that right yeah. I can't honestly do this summits. you
2: know what because you texted me last night to say that, that was you getting ready to watch it and I said
1: you, you said. said what did, what did you say? You said enjoy ninety minutes of movie. Yeah, well, you're,
2: you're about to watch ninety minutes of a movie. Like, that's, that's that's all I can say about it. Like it literally nothing happens, nothing of note, nothing exciting. I mean, it's just so so shit. And, and to go back again, In the same episode of the other podcast I was listening to, one of the guys had watched this recently, and he said the same thing that I had thought when I was watching it I was like what rating is this because is this a 12A but it was a, it was a 15 it looks like a kids film it's a film? just a kids film yeah. it's it's more horror it's it's a comedy with a ho- horror theme set at
1: Christmas like the first movie 40 minutes I was like yeah right one's really happening Twice, I think I fell asleep a few times and I woke up my notes was like when the wee girl went kind of missing basically yeah. the little boy said a shit Christmas he's not saying Santa's list he's ripped he's up he's wished for a lot window.
2: of really nice things but
1: he's then wished because
2: like, he's wee oh, fat lesbian
1: cousins. <laughs> yeah, such, such a passion. Lesbians. He's <laughs> uh, if he's against Christmas, so now the Krampus is going to come and make his life fucking hell. But when the wee girl goes missing, I was like, "Right, is this now a different world? I mean, how's it all went Dark What, what the fuck is going on?" Yeah. It didn't explain that bit.
2: No. And but then, you kind of understand as it goes further on that the grand
1: knows what's going, on, so she's keeping the fire going. Hey, uh, but the grand just makes me think Germans are fucking weird. Man. Just makes me think the witches. Because she speaks German the whole movie Why until not? the end when she's explaining it and she's fucking fluent in English. No,
2: it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit rude. Why really? hasn't she
1: been talking to her family in English all the time? She it's caused crazy. all of this.
2: It's pretty rude.
1: Yeah, fucking well rude.
2: It's definitely more of a comedy all the way through. It's like Gremlins in terms of that's a Christmas horror.
1: Gremlins, yeah. I was going to say Gremlins still feels like a bit of a horror but now does it.
2: I, f- I think if you watch it, but I don't really watch that often so the only thing I can remember for Gremlins is that Christmas song that used to scare me because it was weird. Do you see what I see? Do you well, see was like fucking terrified? What do you see? What do you see? <laughs> <laughs> my first couple of notes, right? I've got um they come in and then they were moaning that the dog shat in the bed the, the last year. Uh. and they said, like, just just get on it. And I was like, You never go over someone shitting in your stuff and I speak from experience. Who's shitting your stuff? Remember somebody shot in my tail basket in the flat? Oh there yeah. There was just a wee jobbie Sitting in my toilet, my bathroom My bath towels that was Unnecessary I mean, you
1: never, you never ever found out Who that was Nobody ever admitted to it But I I have my Suspicions We should put a poll up On Twitter with all the names I <laughs> <laughs> would have to vote Who it was that Did a shit In your, your laundry
2: basket uh, My next note is a uh, My next note is a question But uh, it's been answered uh, Tonight I've got booze in a mug But, um, yes, apparently, as you're drinking... I will
1: only drink (laughs) booze booze out of a Scotland (laughs) versus evil personalised mug, which I think we should start mass distributing and sell to all you guys who also want to drink your booze (laughs) from this lovely, delightful mug.
2: So, I've got... uh, They're eating Christmas dinner and the wee fat boy who's a cousin turns round to the kind of main character and bumps at him and like this movie is uneventful and neither horror nor comedy by this point Is where is the hook what is it What well, should have started off by the Krampus like kicking somebody's ass or ripping somebody to bits to hook you in but it doesn't it starts off like
1: like a like a fucking children's fantasy yeah. movie it's like Nightmare Before Christmas except it's meant to be intended for adults yeah and it's not let's just skip forward to like the scene where, where everything kinda... starts actually like happening so the Krampus puts down like a a tow hook down at the fireplace as if he's going to recover a vehicle, and there's a gingerbread man on it, and the gingerbread man starts becoming animated. It's the gingerbread man from Shrek. Uh, yeah, I see. An I say it's my favorite gingerbread man since the one from Shrek. Yeah,
2: but that's it's not scary. It's not horror. it's, no. it's completely just joking nonsense. But before he turns up, one of my notes is going to go. Going to go and someone summon the Krampus so a bunch of
1: these cunts can die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bored of them. Uh, which then happens between that and then when the grand's reflecting back on what the Krampus is yeah. and it's stop motion I was like this is just a full kids film yep oh yeah there's, there's been no proper gore yep. the scares are a bit like Chucky but less adult humour it's Chucky for kids it is and th- that's one of my notes later on when
2: they're fighting the, the the demons in the attic it's none of these characters have got a set of the gravity you could just throw them about It's like Chucky Chucky would not be able To push you over Or overpower you You could pick it up With one hand And just like That's the end. That's game over I'll just hold you here You, know?
1: <laughs> you can swear at me all you want You be vulgar bastard But you're not getting Anywhere near me what, The the wee else, The masks Kind of remind that- me Scream 2 See when she's in the theater, Oh yeah 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 And they've got the The Greek drama masks Yeah And it's just cutting Between each one Really quickly It reminded me of that and that was probably the only saving grace of this film. They, they,
2: they, d- yeah, too. the uh, the um, the elves were pretty uh, pretty creepy. I will say because once once you do get to the part where they're starting to like kill folk, look, the sister gets killed straight away, uh, which I thought was unusual. I wasn't expecting that. To yeah. happen. I thought she'd come back. And then for some reason it's like tremors. You're getting sucked under the snow, and they save the day and come back for that. Uh, the wee fat boy Augustus Gloop gets killed straight
1: away because he's. just Glad know, he eat, died
2: though. Wee really fat who wants to go and eat the eat the chocolate.
1: Sometimes fat, sometimes I like fat kids because they're jolly and they make me just feel warm thoughts that they're so fat and tubby and it's hilarious. And then sometimes I think you're a fat wee dick and I hope you die.
2: When he gets killed, so he gets pulled up the up the chimney and they of all kind of try and pull off of them. And I'm watching it thinking, Tony Clive, you better come back down with legs and guts. You better get covered <laughs> in him. That boy better get snapped in half. And that better be how this movie continues. But no, it didn't. He just ups the chimney and away he goes. Then I wrote because I wasn't giving a fuck about this. I thought <laughs> I quite like a six shooter these days. I used to like uh, automatic handguns, but a uh, revolver for me now, I think, is the way forward, yeah. like the Wild West. He was going up the stairs with a six shooter, mm-hmm. I thought, Matt, I, I still like think a cool. shotgun.
1: The way Berta from Two and a Half Men takes him out, mm-hmm. and she's like, they're throwing and she's just fucking. How many <sighs> fucking bullets are in that shotgun as well, man? <clears throat> see the, see the, cr- the clown caterpillar guy up the
2: loft that
1: eats one of the fat lesbian kids? I thought that was actually a wee bit. The creepiness of that was kind of well done. That was a, That was the scariest yeah. thing of you know, the whole. Maybe when it, I think
2: it was when it was trying to crawl through the vents. That like that was a weird.
1: Yeah, I did. I liked that, but again, if I was a kid, I'd be fucking terrified of it Like it. Yeah. But now watching it as an adult horror, you're yeah. like, hey, come
2: on." When you also so Krampus is kicking about is this big goat demon with the big horns, and I didn't know what he looked like until I saw his face, and that was pretty cool. And weird, with his big, like, weird licky tongue in that. It looked
1: like Snookums from the Muppets. Sweetums, Sweetums from the Muppets. The big hairy, like, the one that's life-size, and he's just a big hairy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually the scariest Muppet, but that's what, he just looked like Sweetums in a goat outfit. It just, I I, I I
2: thought he looked cooler than I was expecting, so it was kind of alright. But, really, Krampus does fuck all. He just sends in all his minions to go and do nothing and you know there's so much stuff happening in this movie like the guy from Anchorman gets shot hundreds of times with nails for the gingerbread mm. shooting the nail gun and he's just back up the, the dad gets stabbed by a big thing in the back he's <sighs> uh, down the end of the back he's shoulder blades potentially into one of his lungs gets back up and doesn't care but
1: then is it meant to be a
2: dream? Well that's when See because He they, they, they doesn't care That's when you see How juvenile this movie is It's not for It's not It's not an. R, it should have been An R rated movie There should be Blood and guts Proper practical effects And kills They actually said They, they cut um, Anchorman off From saying motherfucker One time Like as a cut scene As, a, as something stops him From saying it um, And the mum
1: uh, The fat mum Also says mother fudger I'm like, so you can't
2: even say fucking this movie. What
1: I did read on IMDb is saying because of the controversy which surrounded Silent Night, Deadly Night and Black Christmas that the only way they would agree to do the movie is if they had a PG-13 rating. So they then aimed it for tweens, which would explain a lot of it, but mm-hmm. I didn't know that going in. I was expecting a fucking gory... Rob Zombie style Yeah Brutal fucking I was what, he fucking heads yeah, off fuck You know Harry. Like Christmas trees Stabbing
2: folk yeah. Like Getting like Inventive Christmas kills That's what I was expecting yeah. to see And then So you get to the end And it's like Oh yeah sacrifice of of giving That's the dream of Christmas Yada 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 And I was like See if this is all A fucking dream I was like And then, was like, and then he wakes up I was like Fuck you Fuck you Krampus You didn't you know how Fucking the people Reacted to Dallas
1: That twist <laughs> is not cool Or clever Fuck you And then At the very end They zoom out uh, obviously, it gets to be Bobble from the Krampus. Everyone starts making eyes at each other, like, can they, can they remember? remember? Can they remember? And it zooms out and they're all in snow globes in the Krampus' house. Do you think the Krampus is just watching them all, or do you think he's got them all trapped?
2: I said, The Bobble does not fucking excuse this ending. And I said, <laughs> Are they actually trapped in the snow globe, or is it a reminder for the Krampus of the families that he is uh, quote unquote fixed? Like, is so is he watching them? Is, he, is it a reminder of all the people watching. he's had to, had to deal with? What do you think? I, think I don't give a fuck I really <laughs> I, this movie was so shit the cast was good but the movie was it fucking can the cast
1: in their own merits the cast are brilliant because they've all been in brilliant things they're all really good actors and actresses yeah. but what the fuck did they do to do this for I don't know they're all comedic actors none of them got to spread their comedic wings in this
2: The um, there's another one on Netflix just now called uh, Krampus the Christmas Devil it's got one star but I'm going to watch it and see because it must be better than this yeah, it will be.
1: The effects in this were good with the the wee cartoon Gingerbread Man, but only. Yeah, but if you're that's but listen,
2: it. see that's I, If you're watching a kids movie, that's that's great. But I wanted to watch people get cut in half or cut open, yeah. and that would have been great to see great effects. And after Silent Night Deadly, I just wanted tits. tits. <laughs> we get nothing? <laughs> we get nothing. Do you know what? I gave it seven. I gave it seven. Butch it's <laughs> beans out of ten After that fucking. I, I know. Round. Actually, as we finished at Lawrence, so I think that's my favourite Christmas movie now. I was like, eh is that why you give it a 7? I think so because I might
1: have to watch it over and over again every <laughs> year <laughs> nah I'd give it a 4 because if I was watching it as like a Chucky style kids film I would like it because I, I like the gingerbread men with a nail gun I thought that was nice yeah but from what I expected nah sorry Krampus you let me down nah it
2: was not it wasn't it's what I expected at all
1: so is Christmas next next week when is Christmas? Mm, a
2: week uh, two weeks I think still to go two weeks? I think so I jeez oh man are you ready for it? christmas
1: yeah
2: yeah what does that mean <laughs> i bought like one thing i think i know what i'm supposed to buy
1: <laughs> you bought one thing for yourself yeah. or for something
2: no we don't buy yourself some it's a you don't buy things for yourself
1: see that's what lena keeps telling me but yeah. i keep buying
2: things because yeah, you me. end up buying things that people because people might think oh that this will be something that they would like and then they end up going and buying it
1: but i'm fucking weird as you've seen me buying me a skull I don't think anything that's going on in my head or what's going on in other people's heads will ever really cross I always buy something that's really fucking relatively normal and people will buy me weird shit that I fucking <laughs> love and wish I'd thought about and wish I had bought Have you got any good Christmas stories? I
2: well it's a story I just remember like my old Christmas I used to get myself so excited I was sick everywhere <laughs> and I could never enjoy them
1: What age you you? 22? Yeah 20 last year just okay. <laughs> sick
2: everywhere I know I, last I, year one, one year, 22, this, 22, is a, this, is year this is a long Christmas this is a long Christmas it was. Uh, I remember drawing it in primary school you had, to, you had to draw a picture of Christmas and I drew myself lying in my Mickey Mouse sleeping bag because I was too excited and was sick everywhere and it was probably the same year that we got um, Song of the South on uh, on video that so racist, racist one that <laughs> racist zippity-doo-dah was, uh, was there and we watched uh, some racist uh, American comedy that we didn't understand the racism was it your dad that showed you that? yeah in full uh, <laughs> costume <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I can understand that we had a boy in like primary one and two his name was Ian Ferry. I, I don't even know if he still exists now, so <laughs> fuck it if it's slander. And he came in and told Aaron that he seen Santa, that he he snuck down and he'd seen Santa put in his presents. And I remember as a kid thinking, oh, you lucky bastard, because usually he throws pepper in your eyes. It's you you older, you guys that Ian child that? A, no, he's a fucking compulsive, <laughs> whiny bastard, because he never seen Santa, because Santa or may not exist. <laughs> and that... Fucking infuriated me because I was so jealous of him for a good two, three, maybe four years in my childhood, thinking, How did he get to see Santa? And I get told that if I see him, he throws pepper on ice. It turns out that he'd fucking seen nothing, that he was just a wee liar. He was abused by his father. <laughs> he might have been. I don't want to slander him that much. <laughs> in case he's still out there, in case he did actually get rid of he's just dad. waiting for the snap just to fucking put on a Santa <laughs> yeah. suit and go and kill everybody. <laughs> this episode is it. And then the other night I went and say it's a wonderful life at like the GFT.
2: The racist version? Oh no, that was, that was White Christmas, it's racist, isn't it? White
1: Christmas, where Bing Crosby blacked <laughs> up because
2: uh, the uh, Abraham Lincoln. That forgotten scene. <laughs> no.
1: Have you seen the full scene?
2: Uh, no, I think I just YouTubed it, I think. Aye, I've seen the full scene now.
1: When I got the DVD, and it was the first time I'd ever seen it, and I was like, is Bing? Is Bing Crosby <laughs> blacked up? And she went, I've never seen this book before. <laughs> and I went, put subtitles on. And he was saying... It's like Abraham Lincoln. He's saying, Abraham, Abraham, who said the dark is free, Abraham. <laughs> and I was like, what? Bing Crosby? Bing, Bing Crosby is Father Christmas? He can't sing that. <laughs> and mortify that. But no, I went to see the non-racist one. Yeah. It's a Wonderful Life. We went to see it last year. And I think it's, it's like my annual crying time. Mm. Every year I look forward to it because I get to weep like a little fucking child. Mm. And everyone else weeps. And it's it's beautiful. I went to
2: see it, it was good. I uh, I'm still to watch my favourite Christmas movie this year. It's says uh, Scrooge, the Albert Finney version. Fantastic. I'm going Albert to watch
1: Finney.
2: it. What what year is that? Uh well, I can't remember it's in colour. Um but it's brilliant. Seventies and eighties something. Yeah, something like that. Um but what I did watch was I found a TV show from 2012 called uh, A Very Moody Christmas. Uh, and it's an Australian TV show and it's about a guy who goes home from London every year and it's over six Christmases. And, uh, and it's like in Australia So it's roasting And his family are all fuck ups And, the, and it's just that dry Australian humour And it's, uh. it's quite funny And it's dead easy to watch There's only half hour episodes Six of them You can blast them through Two days You're done and it's good
1: Is it on Netflix? It's or on it? Netflix just now man. We Have you watched The Bill Murray? A Very Merry no. Christmas? I tried to watch it last year But I was stoned and fell asleep Like ten minutes in But then Lena made me watch it this year And it's actually really good yeah. It's so dry yeah. But there's a, a song he does With George Clooney at the end and it's 100% Mighty Bush. Like, George Clooney just appears from behind trees. And <laughs> I can't remember what he fucking sings. It's just like this really deep baritone thing about Santa and disappears. And then, like, Bill Murray's kind of walking about looking and singing. And George Clooney just keeps appearing from behind all the trees. I was like, ah, oh, that's actually quite good. Okay, it's genuinely, it's, it's quite funny. It's worth a watch. Yeah. It's only an hour. So, watch that. If you like Bill Murray. Yeah, so I'll give it a go. Any anyway, other Christmas themed stories? Um. Not Christmas related But it's The X Factor
2: So I suppose it's a wee It is a wee bit Christmassy, But the, it's a complete conspiracy theory That Matt would win The song The last song he sang Was used in a Christmas advert That was on every ad break In The X Factor I think like Definitely a fucking conspiracy theory And The winner single Was written by Ed Sheeran Which is a complete Christmas song This year Which it never usually is Which is very clever Because it will go high in the charts It means that every single year It will land in those compilation albums And Ed Sheeran will just be chinging his way to the bank Every single year And probably buying ching
1: to be honest, <coughs> I actually, I walked in, I was stealing food and pepperamines from my and dad's house, and they were watching it, and they were doing that, that that Jess Glynn tune. Oh
2: man, I fucking hate Jess Glynn. She warbles her voice like, It's like a fucking goat, and she, she's one of the last, I just think, I just know what she would smell like,
1: you know what I mean? What would she smell like? I
2: can't explain it, but it just, like, I just... Is it
1: like, the smelly... I know that it's on a Twitter thing, you smell it outside. Like, when you come in, you just smell it you outside. You just know what it smells like, I you, you, you can't describe the smell, but it's just outside. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yes.
2: Well, that's, that's what it's like.
1: <laughs> So, anyway, anyway, anyway. Wait. Ah, fuck X Factor, man. Right, so, now that you've had your X Factor rant, <laughs> yeah. uh, we've completely shut down Krampus. Yeah, don't we've... watch
2: it, peeps. If you Unless you are going to watch it, then... Um,
1: you just call call everyone peeps I did I was going to acknowledge that but I I distracted myself I know it's Christmas and some people just let you away with things because (laughs) it's the festive time don't you ever ever use the phrase peeps again sorry listeners (laughs) peeps Uh, so we're going to uh, festive conspiracy creepy corner (laughs) Charles David Lawson, who was born in May tenth, eighteen eighty six, and died in December the twenty fifth, nineteen twenty nine, Christmas Day, was an American tobacco farmer from Stokes County, North Carolina, which is usually where like the House of Eyes and Wrong Turn and all that shit are filmed.
2: And you were girl from North Carolina once. Really? Yeah. Did she fuck her sister? She might have. I don't know. Probably.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And hey, he, Charles Lawson is remembered for having committed one of the most notorious mass murders in the state's history on Christmas Day 1929. Charlie Lawson's parents, Augustus and
2: Nancy, lived in the unincorporated community known as Lawsonville. Now, did they just make up their own place? Is that, was that what happened here?
1: I think they were playing some City and they just called it Lawsonville and
2: just people think it was real. That's probably, that. See, see if there was any chance That's why when we moved to other planets That people should just go and do it And like explore that final frontier Because see the people who went to America And obviously they had to kill a lot of Native Americans That's fair enough But they'd just be like I declare this place Penis and Vagina Land <laughs> That's what I'd be going. everyone penis, pen, town. penis and Vagina Land Yeah Peatland Yeah <laughs> Peatland <Pete land? laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rape. Um It was located 10 miles from Danbury The Stokes County seat He was born there and in 1911, married Fanny Manring. Now, that is the There's nothing most... funny about that name. <laughs> yeah, Fanny Manring. <laughs> they had eight children, but the third, William, born in 1914, died of an illness in 1920. Or, been buggered too much. <laughs> in 1918, following the move of his younger brothers, Marion and Elijah, to the Germantown area. Do you think it was just full of Germans? It must have been. It's funny how like places like New England survived... But Germantown was, uh, was probably after the war. Or oh, it was just followed like germs. It was just a digital place. <laughs> Lawson followed suit with his family. The Lawsons worked as sharecroppers, saving enough money in 1927 to buy their own farm on Brook Cove Road. In
1: 1929, shortly before Christmas, Charlie Lawson took his family, which was the 37-year-old Fanny.
0: <laughs> fanny, fanny
1: Manring. <laughs> <laughs> what a Fanny. And their children, Arthur, who's 16, Marie, 17, Carrie, 12, Maybell seven, James four, Raymond two, and Mary Lou four months. He took them many town to buy new clothes and to have a family portrait taken.
2: You can see this picture. That's the picture you can see if you if you Google this family. Charlie Lawson murders. You will see this picture.
1: It's quite unsettling. It's a lot of unsettling. Since they we were far from wealthy, this seemed very unusual. The new clothes ultimately became burial outfits. On that day, he began the slaughter with his daughters. Slaughter daughters.
0: Take your daughter to the slaughter!
1: Carrie and Mabel were setting out to go see their uncle and their aunt and Lawson waited for them by the tobacco barn and as soon as they were in range, he shot them with a shotgun then ensured that they were dead by bludgeoning them. He then placed the bodies in the tobacco barn. Afterwards, he returned
2: to the house and shot Fanny, who was on the porch. As soon as the gun was fired, Marie, who was inside, screamed while the two small boys, James and Raymond, attempted to find a hiding place. Lost and shot Marie and then he found and shot the two boys lastly he killed the baby it's thought that she was bludgeoned to death but you'd probably be able to see I mean why would you why, would you, why didn't you think that
1: because it's so small it just looked like a puddle of blood and just hmm. blood and mess I suppose if you if you took a shotgun at a baby yeah it would just blow up the same as bludgeoning it to death <laughs> after the murders he went into the nearby woods and a few hours later shot himself the only survivor was his eldest son, sixteen-year-old Arthur, whom he had sent on an errand just before starting his deadly work. You'd wonder: Is this was that bad planning, or was that on purpose? Mm. Who knows? Mm. The bodies of the family members were found with their arms crossed and rocks under their heads. Just like little, little stony pillows. Yeah, less a pillow, yeah. and The gunshot signal on Charlie Lawson's own suicide was heard by the many people who learned of the gruesome event on the property and had already gathered there. Because apparently he shot himself like kind of several hours, hours yeah. after, yeah. A police officer who was at the Lawson farm ran down and found Charlie dead and letters to his parents by his side. As footprints encircled the tree, it was supposed that he'd been pacing around the tree prior to taking his own life. There were rumours as to why Charlie Lawson
2: would take the lives of himself and his family. Months before the event, Charlie Lawson had sustained a head injury. Some family and friends theorised that it altered his mental state and that it was related to the massacre. However, an autopsy and analysis of the brain at John Hopkins Hospital found no abnormalities. It was also widely speculated that Charlie did not murder his family at all, that it was staged to look as though Charlie had committed suicide. One of these explanations was that Charlie had witnessed an organised crime incident and had been found out, and Dina's family murdered for it. Another involves a man that Charlie started a fight with. Neither of these rumours seemed plausible or could fit with the facts. All signs pointed to a murder-suicide. It was not
1: until the book White Christmas, Body Christmas was published in 1990 that a strong claim surfaced. On interviewing many people regarding the Lawson family murder, the book's authors M. Bruce Jones and Trudy J. Smith, they are the names of authors. Oh, definitely. Trudy. Uh, they found that several people recounted rumours and stories regarding Charlie, Marie, and incest, which is just fucking typical.
2: It's just the way it goes. You you know what the deal is for Scotland versus Evil by now. You can't have a story without incest or. <laughs> in
1: 1989, the authors had received a call from an anonymous woman. She said she'd gone on a tour of the Lawson home shortly after the murders, and the tour guide had told about the incest rumour, which he had stated as fact. The day before the book was to be published, the authors received a phone call from Stella Lawson, the daughter of Marion Lawson, and cousin to the Lawson children, who had already been interviewed for the book. On this occasion, she told them she knew the truth as to why Charlie did it. Stella said that at the funeral for the Lawsons, she'd overheard Fanny's sister-in-law and aunts, including Stella's mother, Jetty Lawson, discussing how Fanny Lawson had confided in them that she'd been concerned about Charlie and Marie. Jetty died in early 1928, meaning that Fanny had been suspicious of the incest at least that long before the murders in 1929.
2: Even more evidence was revealed in the book The Meaning of Our Tears. Maybe the most convincing evidence yet came from a close friend of Marie Lawson's, Ella May. She claims that just weeks before Christmas, Marie told her that she was pregnant and that it was Charlie's. Ella May, who also said Charlie and Fanny knew about this.
1: Hill Hampton, another close friend and neighbour to the Lawson family, was interviewed. He said that he knew of serious problems going on within the family and he knew the nature of the problem, but it was personal and he chose not to reveal what it was. I sure. s- what a, a fucking teasing bastard. <laughs> Shortly after the murders, Charlie's brother, Marion Lawson,
2: that's a woman's name, or it is now anyway, opened the home on Brook Cove Road as a tourist attraction. That's that? so morbid. A cake that Marie Lawson had baked on Christmas Day was displayed on the tour. Because visitors began to pick at the raisins of the cake to take as souvenirs, it was placed in a covered glass cake dish and thus preserved for many years.
1: More than a few folks have reported seeing two small children playing in and around the Lawson home, only later to see a picture of the Lawson family and realise that the children they were seeing were actually ghosts of the murdered kids. Sometime after the home was closed, the floorboards of the cabin were supposedly pulled up and used to build a bridge across the creek that ran through the land and down through the county. It was when the construction of the bridge was complete that the stories of supernatural happenings began to spring up. When driving across the bridge, an eerie fog will reportedly
2: surround your car, and the vehicle unexplainably shuts off. As condensation appears in the windows, small handprints begin to cover the windows and windshield. When the driver finally does get the car started, an early 1930s model car chases your car, following closely, driving erratically through the winding roads of the county before disappearing into the night just as quickly as it
0: appeared.
1: The small handprints have been attributed to the ghosts of Charlie Lawson's murdered children for years, but what about the ghostly lights that chase people down the road through the county? It could be explained away by scientific abnormalities, or it could just be the ghost of Charlie Lawson chasing thrill-seekers through the night, hoping to catch them and drag them down into the darkness where his ghost spirit undoubtedly resides. That whole ghost thing sounds like a lot of shit.
2: I think I've heard the the ghost story of the handprints on the car before, and I, I, I don't recall this story with it. But I certainly heard that one before. Is it not Titanic? No, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean this this legend this this family has went uh, all over the place. There's even a good uh, wee song that we will uh, let you hear by Wikipedia sites that written by the or recorded by the Stanley brothers. But uh, Doc Watson probably has the best recording recorded version of it. It's pretty fucked up I mean What do you think Do you think he was sh- Pumping his daughter
1: yeah, Of course he was Pumping his daughter Usually See, see if you have a daughter Or a son <laughs> And you're thinking About fucking them Just remember That shortly after you do that There's a good chance You're going to murder your family Because you're guilty Or because you've got her pregnant
2: It's a it's a dark road It's a it's an inevitable tale It's always a tragedy For everyone involved And now,
1: Fucking your own children Never Ever Ends up in a good place I can't think you might enjoy it for the the 10 20 minutes that you're doing it but you will not enjoy it after. I can't it, think of one
2: situation of reported um family fucking that it ended in a good story.
1: Try to rack my brain.
2: However, um there was a lot of uh, fucking within the uh, the children of god cult. Yep. Um and River Phoenix and Joaquin Phoenix uh grew and up in that so they might have been fucked by each other. But again I suppose he died and he's a bit mental. I
1: don't know what happened to Rain. I think Rain's fine. Mm. Well there you go. Not all of them were fucked. Only certain members Only were some fucked. Of them. You can find more about that I find out more about that if you check in to Last Podcast on the Left in their recent few episodes.
2: I listen uh, to Last Podcast on the left in my car. Um or I listen to podcasts in my car through Bluetooth, so it comes through my car speakers. And you know how sometimes you're sitting like at track lights and you can hear Someone's uh, Bluetooth Somebody's in them And the, the, you can hear The, the phone ringing yeah. th- Like th- From the else's uh. car I listen to my stuff Really loud So when I'm st- stop at traffic lights And I've got Henry's about to be screaming About fucking kids I'm just thinking Somebody can hear me People can hear me I just need to Turn it green Turn it <laughs> green I could pause it But I don't Do I you turn manage, it down uh, Or do you just, you know, just I, let I let it go It's a wee test It's a wee game I play myself <laughs> see how much See how much dodgy shit I can have shouting Screaming at my car <laughs> Before uh, before I give in it's Like I gave a chicken <laughs> incest Chicken. No, that's a different game. That's a game I don't want to play.
1: incest Chicken is not a game you to play, especially so soon at Christmas. So why are you ruin everybody's dinner? Next time you're trying, to let's put the window down and yeah. see how long you can stay got at something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stay at their children in the backseat. Oh, that's how he's arrested. There's a good chance they're fucking the children anyway. But yeah, the moral of this Christmas festive episode is please, please don't fuck your children, and don't kill uh, your workmates. No, carry on. Yeah, They're probably dicks. They probably deserve it. Just don't rape or fuck people. Like they don't want to be fucked.
2: Yeah. Or if you uh, if you are dealing with someone who's got an obvious case of PTSD for a very obvious reason why they hate Santa Claus, don't pretend that you don't know why they hate
1: Santa Claus and keep forcing it in the face. Mm. Don't make them sit on Santa's knee because that shit's not going to go down well. And if you ask Santa for peace in Ireland and he comes <laughs> back with a smart ass comment about a jam sandwich, tell him fuck right uh-huh. off. And just jaw the bastard, just fucking knock right out. Put a nail bomb under his car. <laughs> Is
2: that what they done over there, yeah? Nail bombs on it?
1: I don't know, I don't <laughs> know about the Troubles in Ireland, I was a child. <laughs> so, we hope you guys have a brilliant horror filled Christmas. By horror filled, I mean watch horror movies, not that you'll open a present and they'll be like. Shit. A shit. A shit. A big fucking stinky shit. <laughs> like Scott, one Scott in his laundry basket. Uh, we hope you have a brilliant Christmas brilliant new year we'll see in 2017 we'll, uh, see. Yeah. we'll we'll speak to you guys in 2017 where we'll be back and we're going to be back fortnightly and we're going to be in your faces constantly we might have some t-shirts we'll let's crank us up a fucking notch yeah
2: uh, uh, as always you can get us uh, on Facebook, Scotland versus Evil, there's the group and the page. Like the page, join the group, get talking, get sharing your recommendations and your creepy stories and discuss- discussions with us and everybody else that's in there. Get us on Twitter at Scotlandland versus. You can get us on Instagram at uh, Scotland versus Evil. My Instagram's not working just now, so it might be a bit slow in the uploading of the. But it's just the episode posters, you're not really missing much, to be honest with you. Um, uh, emails the posters are fantastic but the posters go up on Facebook and Twitter uh, anyway so you'll, you will see them um and email us email us all your stories concerns reviews on us to Scotlandly vs evil at hotmail.com as always iTunes rate review share subscribe
1: don't meet your kids and have a Merry Christmas and a happy new year see you